Here we go. Final seconds. Clutch is his name. Talking sports is his game. End zone. Touchdown with no time left. Pushing the limits. They win on the last play of the ball game. There are no limits. Are you kidding? Who can you count on to make the last throw or shot? Wow, and the game is over. Mikey Clutch. This is the final play. Unbelievable. We are back. We are back. at the end of the show um we'll talk about our nfc south predictions Kyrie irving and his potential landing spot since him and the nets are kind of at a stalemate with conversations and negotiations Uh, we'll touch because we haven't talked about it yet the nba finals warriors the champion take some six games Steve Kerr, an impressive, what is it, 22 and 2 in the in his postseason career as a head coach, which is pretty damn amazing. If you amazing if you ask me. And you know, one of those losses coming when all the guys were hurt, you know, against Toronto, and then another had a chance uh to beat LeBron in the Cavs, but blew that 3-1 lead. But other than that, um, the Warriors are four-time champs in, in the last eight years. That dynasty rolls on, man. Um, you know, we kind of, we kind of saw it coming in the beginning of the season. Well, we we knew once they got Clay back. I mean, this Warriors team, you gotta take them seriously. You have to take them seriously. They've been here before. They've done it when they're all healthy. And also, what I think is a big positive is these young guys got to get some experience and some taste um, of the play at postseason in the finals uh, to kind of keep this thing rolling the next few years while you still got Steph who can shoot lights out, probably got a few more prime years of uh, Clay left. I, I think we'll, we'll touch on Clay Thompson after this too. And then obviously Draymond Green, who's probably at the tail end of his career. But I mean, these guys can still do it. I, I, I see them being able to come back and compete next year, even with the West getting stronger, um, as we all know. Yeah, um, it pretty much was exactly what I expected. My um, initial prediction was the Warriors and six. I said after that, I wouldn't be surprised if it went seven. A lot of people said seven. I, I, I could see why they would say seven. But uh, my gut, man, my gut been right. I was right. Uh, Warriors got it done in six. Uh, the series before that, I got that right, you know, Warriors and five. I just, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. I'm on a roll. I, I picked the Super Bowl, right? You know, so, and this is the first shit. Like, I'm real bad at these. Like, I'm, I'm always wrong. Like, like, like always wrong. So, feels pretty good. But um, yeah, man. I mean, at the end of the day, I, I, I knew it would happen. Like, I, I knew experience, the uh, experience of the, of the, of the Warriors that, that championship DNA. I knew it was gonna come through. You still got the core. Even though they uh, lost KD, you know, if you think about it, after they lost KD, they just wasn't healthy, man. They didn't have Clay for those two years, and they lucked up, like, in the best way. You know, you got Wiseman, who didn't even play at all the season. So, still got him. You know, you got your young core, Poole, Kaminga. 
Uh, Kaminga didn't he didn't do too much, but Poole got that experience to you know really play in the finals and you know kind of contribute. So, I mean, looking forward, they got the you know their future. They got I, I think you know Clay, the uh, big three, you know Steph and Dre. They still possibly got one, maybe even two more in them, depending on how things shake up in the West. It's gonna be competition for sure, but. Hey, I don't, I don't, I don't see why they can't win it next year, especially getting somebody like Wiseman, who I think is going to have a tremendous impact if he could stay healthy and play the entire season and get in tune with these guys. I mean, it's it's beautiful. Uh, you know, Pool he ain't going regress. I don't expect him to. I just, man, I, the war, the Warriors, man, they a great, great organization, and they and they got a lot to look forward to. So. We'll see what happens. But, uh, yeah, pretty much ended exactly how I thought. Yeah, and, and to touch on your point, I mean, they're, 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 they are set uh, until next offseason, 2023. Because um, right now they're, they're free agents after this season are going to be Kayvon Looney, Andre Iguodala, Otto Porter Jr., and Belicia. So I, those four, you can kind of get by, I think, without having them next year because like you said Wiseman's going to be back that'll be you know he's going to be taking minutes from Looney anyway and then also you got Kaminga who's going to be in his second year and he's going to be able to play the four and the five uh when they, they play small ball and you still got Draymond there so I think they're set you can get rid of Looney and then obviously the rest of the guys were role players and you can find cheap guys on the cheap for that uh but where they're going to run into issues I think is that 2023 20, offseason uh, where you're going to have Wiggins and pull up uh, contracts, which I think they should flip Wiggins, to be honest, uh, flip them this year, get some value. And then you could sign pool long term uh, and just get that contract started and then maybe get a couple of role pieces uh, to kind of fit in here. Cause I, I think they're set. I mean, like I said, you got Wiseman, Kaminga and Moody that are going to be 20, 19 and 20 <laughs> years old. And Poole's going to be 21 going in next season. So you have another core coming in. As long as Steve Kerr's the coach, I think they're just going to be able to transition smoothly uh, going forward and potentially extend this run. We could see a New England Patriots-type dynasty in basketball with the way the Warriors are set up, especially because they hit almost every pick in the draft going back uh, to Stephen, you know, the Stephen Clay draft and the Draymond draft, you've got pieces that you've been able to get and build. And and then also getting a superstar and a star, you know, via free agency and trades that you brilliantly pulled off. So I think the front office there, they're going to be set to kind of keep these guys um, intact and keep this franchise intact to not just win the next couple of years, but set up for maybe a, another 10-year run where they're going to get one or two more championships so I, I love what I see from the Warriors now flipping over to the Boston Celtics you know a tough loss series loss for them Tatum didn't have the consistent series that we kind of wanted to see but again this team is young the Celtics are young that front office just like the Warriors has nailed it in the draft uh, especially drafts of late uh, you're gonna. You found out you can keep Brown and Tatum on the same team. You don't have to shop them. And Marcus Smart stepping up. They're a true point guard away, I think, from taking that title. 
from the Warriors next year. Um, I I hope I, I hope they stay healthy, and I hope we can see a fully healthy Rob Williams if that's possible next year. Um, because when he's in the lineup, it's just a different story. So I, I'm thinking that the Celtics can definitely be here as well uh, in the coming years. Just they they need one or two pieces to kind of shore up that team um, because the role players just they fell apart in, in the finals. They were not what they were in. Uh, Miami and in the, that Milwaukee series. Yeah, um, Jason Tatum got to show up, man. He got to step up. Um, kind of disappointed how he played. Um, yeah, man. I, I mean, this was expected. Like the whole way, I had the Warriors. I'm telling you, I, I had the Warriors winning from very early in the year. Like I said, when they went on that 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 first run. But as far as the Celtics, man, I just I feel like you know, it caught up to them. I mean, that 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 Cinderella story of how bad they started to turn that around, to turn that around halfway through the year and just, you know, continue that ascension. Like it was it was just, it was kind of perfect. You know, Middleton, I'm not sure if they get past uh Milwaukee without Middleton. So I mean it was just kind of just kind of gently fell into place and I could just see how it was set up. I'm like, this ain't this ain't it, man. This ain't the year. It'd be the perfect Cinderella story, first year head coach. Brad Stevenson get bumped up, you know, you get a promotion and just, you know, it's just, but I was also one of those people, I'm not going to lie, and I don't take pride in saying this, but when I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I was I was one of those retarded people saying that they need to split up because as young as they was, it's like, man, I've seen them together a couple of years. It's like, it's just not, it's just not working, but they, they, they proved it. You, you, you keep them together. That's the core that you need. And like you said, I completely agree. Love Marcus Smart. And I heard somebody say earlier, um, thinking in the, in the, in the playoffs, <clears throat> like like this is Marcus Smart time. You know, he's feeling like, why am I not the the short five starter? You know, first it was they had Kyrie, and I think they pushed uh, Scary Terry in front of him. It was um, who was the guy before that? The little man, Isaiah Thomas. You know, so it was like, but he always been at through all of that. So I agree though. I don't feel like Marcus Smart. I, I feel he could play a definite. Uh, important role, heartbeat of the team, but they got to find that uh, point guard, man. They need, I don't know, to bring in a vet or something. I don't know, somebody to fit with those two, though. And overall, the Boston Celtics will be much stronger as an um, organization, and, they'll, and they're going to learn from this uh, playoff loss, for sure, this finals loss. Yeah, I, I like what Smart did in the finals, and obviously his defense prowess uh, is what you look for with that team. But, yeah, I mean, it, he was a point guard in college. And he kind of fit right back into that role for the Celtics after they got rid of Schroeder um, and, and midway through the season. So I think Smart could definitely get better at, at point guard, but I don't know if they, they want to keep him there. I don't know if they want to keep him at, at the point. Uh, like we said, like maybe get, get a true point in there, <clears throat> whoever's available this offseason to see who would be able to fit in in Boston. But by no means do I think that Boston won't be back at all this uh, next season. The, you think they come back to the finals? I, th I think they'll be in the conference finals because I, I get it. I hear what everybody's saying, just like you're that. saying, that with Middleton, Milwaukee would have won. I'm not too sure. I, I think that the defensive game plan the Celtics had worked really well. Um, and I, I think having – you know, Middleton out there, they, they would have did everything they could to hold him to minimum, you know, minimum impact, like like they did the other guys. Obviously, Giannis ate, but he wasn't as efficient as we're used to seeing Giannis being 
and a lot of credit is to that defense and Ime Duke in Uduka. Udoka. Uh, I, I think Udoka, Udoka is going to be, you know, he's he's a he's a great coach. We we found that out year one. He can do it. He made great adjustments in the finals. Great adjustments in the conference finals. Um, you just didn't get your stars and your bench to kind of step up. You know, guys were missing wide open shots. Derek White, who looked like he could have been the X factor in the series. Um, before it started, and he kind of just choked. So, you know, a lot of that comes with the youth of this Celtics team and the lack of experience, which, listen, you made it to the finals this year. You got six games of finals experience now on your resume. I think they can come out hungrier next year. Jason Tatum hopefully doesn't have a shoulder stinger or whatever throughout the whole playoffs next year, and we kind of see him at 100% because I do think that part of that affected his shooting. I know he was great from long range, but he was not attacking the basket like we were seeing him do against Milwaukee, against Miami um, with force and confidence, knowing that, hey, if my shoulder gets bumped, I'm going to be okay. So I think if Tatum's 100% healthy next year, he's the best player on this team. I think if he goes, they go. Yeah, uh, real quick, I just want to also say, um, I get them all the uh, credit and props for, you know, what they did in this postseason. You know, turning it around, rookie coach, all of that. I'm not too – I ain't going to say I'm not too impressed, but they kind of fell – like, because they did their thing. I mean, they making – they made complete superstars not look like they self. That was, proof is in the pudding. But I, 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 I got to think, you know, what if what if Kyrie was there that whole season? Him and KD just didn't have chemistry, man. They just couldn't get it together. They needed more time together. That's round one. Then you got round two, Milwaukee. Middleton was out. I mean, but, hey, Giannis did not look like Giannis, and that was a credit to their defense. Middleton or no Middleton, I don't know if that changes that, but Middleton was out. So, two-way street. Uh, third round, Miami. That was close, man. That was close. Jimmy hit that 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 go-ahead three. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it was, it was game seven. I mean, you know, it's, it's close. I'll give them their props, though, but, you know, there's something to think about. We'll see what they look like next season, see how the East shape up, see what moves is made, and, uh, you know, so we'll see. Very, very interesting. Though. Yeah. And kind of to your, it's funny. You said the Nets with Kyrie, they had no chemistry and it doesn't look like that chemistry is going to get any better going into next year. Uh, as the contract talks, negotiations and all this are at a standstill or an impasse quote unquote uh, mm -hmm. per, you know, sources and all that so I, I don't know I don't think Kyrie's gonna be in Brooklyn um I know Katie loves playing with them they're buddies but I mean everybody sees it the inconsistency of him not being on the court whether it's due to injury or personal reasons and obviously the vaccine listen I'm not gonna hold that against him I we talked about that a, a player's back status isn't gonna push me to one way or the other that's you know his body is choice um, so I'm not going to hold that against them, but it, it is the, you know, week-long hiatus without contacting the team while you're, you know, you need a break or, you know, you're taking a week off. You, you, it, Steve Nash even said it, in the middle of the season last year, he was like, oh, I haven't talked to Kyrie. He had no idea what his yep. personal reason was or anything. So yep. um, that's the that's the hard part. That's the hard sell for his agent to the Nets organization in that front office is like, hey, my guy is a top 10 talent 
in the <clears> league, <throat> but he only gives you 50 games a year, 55, 60 games a year. And that's, that's not good enough. You know, you, you want guys that are, will be there, but where do we think if he does not get the deal with the Brooklyn Nets, where do we think we can see Kyrie? I don't know. Cause um, I ain't thought so much about that. I probably have to think about that. Maybe they pull some off with the Lakers and um, you know, I could see that. I think that'd be great. If uh, AD could stay healthy. Bron, uh, Kyrie, and I don't want to see Russ with KD again, though. But I would love to see Kyrie with LeBron and AD. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, I haven't really thought too much about that, though. I don't necessarily agree with that. I think um, I think they figure it out. I understand why it's, why it's, it's at the point that it's at now. I'm sure Kyrie is like, look, I'm Kyrie Irving. I was justified in what I did. Give me a long-term deal. And I understand it completely from Brooklyn side. Like, you know, you ain't showed up these past few years. It's always something. I get that, you know, you couldn't predict the pandemic happening and all of that. But, hey, we don't feel comfortable giving you that. So I can see it from both sides, another two-way street. But I think uh, a, lot, a lot of bet meter went off of my head, too. I, I think we should bet on this. I, I got Kyrie staying, man, because I can't see where, like, like you said, that's a great question. Where do you go? You got Kevin Durant sitting right here. I mean, y'all haven't had the time to jail, man. You got to suck it up and take that, uh, you know, take the L. Take the L and, you know, understand where they're coming from. At some point, you got to hold out. You got to hold out this entire season. Well, not the entire season. He came back at the end. But, you know, and like you said, your body, your choice. I completely agree with that. I, I do personally kind of feel that it's selfish. Cause I was I was against that as well, the uh, vaccine. But you gotta you got the greater good, man. I really think they had they they had a shot to really seriously win it all. They was real title contenders. Um, you know Ben Simmons come back. He he you know he coming back next year. Completely forgot about him. He coming back, man. They could they could really make some noise. Where was why why would you leave that? Because you ain't getting paid how you want to get paid or getting the contract that you want to. You know what I'm saying this this Kevin Durant. I still think KD is the best player in the world. He just Ran into Boston, it didn't look like itself. I, I can't. I still can't believe that they got swept. But no, nah, man, he got he got he got to suck that up. I got him. I got him staying. I think they 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 come to his senses and they figure it out. But um, yeah, man, I don't I don't see him leaving. If the only thing that's going off in my head now, right right now is probably the Lakers, and the Lakers have to pull some off. I don't I don't know. Definitely get rid of uh, Russ. But I don't I don't see I don't see that happening. I think he end up back in Brooklyn. Yeah, and I forget. I, I don't know if he picked it up yet or did not. Because um, if Kyrie didn't pick up his player option, I mean, he's an un unrestricted free agent. Yeah, uh, he so did. It, I'm almost positive he, had, he did. So he can choose where he wants to go. And if I'm Brooklyn, I don't want that. I want to get some value. I don't want this dude to just walk out. And now we, we're looking for another piece because – Granted, I, you know, they need shooters. They need shooters in Brooklyn. You got Ben Simmons, who is not a shooter, and he, he's going to be able to distribute the ball. He's going to be able to play point guard like he has been his whole career. He'll be fine, but Kyrie just adds another element to that team where I think it just helps it in the long run. But, yeah, it's funny. There, a lot of people are, you know, doing trade because Kyrie's most likely going to pick up the player option. Uh, you don't want to leave $35 million guaranteed on the table. But who knows? I mean, you could probably he, – he could get that somewhere else potentially. 
Um, unless maybe not because he doesn't, that team won't own his bird rights, so they can't give him the max max. Um, but that's the thing. I think if you're a team, you can structure the contract based on his, you know, availability. You know, if, if he makes, you know, 60, if he plays 60 games, boom, that, that's a, an extra bonus on, on the contract. If he plays 65, add another bonus, 70, you know, so on and so forth. That's the same. I was thinking of like this uh, Zion thing. They should do the same thing with Zion. Well, go ahead. Exactly. Exactly. So I, I think they can figure things out. But that the thing is, I'm sure Kyrie would want everything fully guaranteed. Exactly. Uh, there's a lot of good things there. Definitely. I definitely, I don't know. The Lakers, if it's a trade situation, Everybody's saying, oh, Westbrook back with KD and then Kyrie back with LeBron. I would love to see that personally just because – Westbrook Kyrie, and KD? No, LeBron and Kyrie and then Anthony Davis. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what that yeah, trade will look like, but, yeah, man, I, I think um, it, it, it's going to be interesting. I, I can't wait to see how this plays out to see what, what happens with Kyrie. Absolutely. All right, we're well, moving on to football. We got our NFC South predictions. Last year, division winner, the Bucks. as we all know. The Saints made some noise with a lot of quarterback movement. Um, James Winston's coming back again this year. You got the Atlanta Falcons, who got rid of Matt Ryan and, and brought in Marcus Mariota and still look like they're kind of trying to build something there with, with Calvin Ridley going to be out for, I think, the year, right? That suspension is the whole year? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah. then you got the Carolina Panthers who, yikes, nobody really has any expectations out of them because they still <laughs> don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Um, yeah. I mean, the Jimmy G conversation is still buzzing over there and maybe Baker Mayfield um, as well to go to Carolina, which – I. I would prefer either of those two over Sam Darnold, which I'm a Sam Darnold fan coming out of college. And he just, man, he has not been the guy. Mm-hmm. But um, we're going to see. But, yeah, the NFC South, we got the Bucks with Tom Brady is going to be back another year. You kind of can't count out the GOAT. But um, what are your expectations out of this division, I guess I should ask? Out of this division, um, do, do, I, Let, do I? You know what? Actually, let's do this. Let's start the division champs. What, what are our expectations for the Bucks? Uh, they open up Sunday night football, 9-11 at Dallas. Looks like we get a rematch again from last year's. It's not opening night like last year, but um, we, we get Cowboys Bucks op- uh, opening weekend. What's my expectations for that game? or? The Bucks for, for that game, and then for the rest of the season for the Bucks. Um, for that game, oh, the Bucks gonna take that. Uh, they took it last year. It was way closer. Um, it actually, yeah. I mean, regardless, I got the Bucks winning. Uh, I hate that that's the week one. That yeah, like you said, it's not opening night, but that that's the same week one match. I don't, I don't want to see the same thing again. But especially with lesser versions of both teams, because. Uh, you, you missing and Dama can sue. Uh, one minute. Missing and Dama can sue. 
Yeah, man, my bad. You missing Indominus Sue. Uh, you missing um. Hey, they got a great replacement in Akeem Hicks. Shout out to the Bears. But um, you know, yeah. you missing that. Um, you missing AB. I, I I love me some Antonio Brown, man. Especially just on the football field. But and uh, we're gonna get into this later. But you know, Gronk. You also missing that, and then the Cowboys with all their losses. You know, losing uh, Amari, um, losing Cedric Willis, losing uh, what's his name, Connor. Lawrence. Who? Lawrence. What about Lawrence? The Marcus Lawrence or Gregory? Gregory, never mind. Gregory, yeah, I'm like, I'm like, uh, he, he's there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Losing, lo- lo- losing uh, Gregory. I mean, so you know, we've seen less less versions of these teams, but to but to kind of just keep it moving. Yeah, man, I think I think the Bucks gonna take it. And as far as how their season is gonna go, that I'm not gonna say Tom Brady not gonna make the playoffs. I'm just that'd be foolish. Um, I don't have them winning the division, and uh, you know he just got Brady getting older, man, another year older. He aged like fine wine, but you know he just got less to work with. Uh, so we'll see what happens. But I don't. I, I'm gonna say that they that they gonna make the playoffs only because it's Tom Brady. That's it. That's my expectation. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I definitely – I have them obviously making the playoffs. I think, again, the division race is going to be close. I don't think it's going to be a runaway. And I think – I agree. Again, Brady and the Bucks are going to struggle against the Saints this year. I, I just think the Saints have one of the best defenses in the league. You brought Tyron Matthew in as well. Um, it's going to be a tough – that's going to be a fun division to watch, a fun division race, at least for those two teams. Yep. to make it a little competition between the two. Um, so, you know, the, the, the Bucks will be at New Orleans in week two, and then they play them again uh, Monday Night Football on the 5th of December. So uh, that, that's going to be one to watch. Uh, the Bucks schedule, it, it's not too bad, but it, it's got some tough games in there, but they got some easy games um, as far as opposition's quarterbacks that will be in there. We don't know about the Deshaun Watson thing because they travel to Cleveland in November. Uh, we'll see if he, he's got a suspension or not. But I, I think the Brady, uh, the Brady and the Bucks, they're going to be there. Todd Bowles is going to be the head coach now. So I think just it, it depends on if Byron Leftwich can take that extra step because he's going to be calling all the plays now. You know, he's not going to have Bruce Arians uh, to help him with, with some of the play calling. Uh, it's not going to be like unless. Bruce Arians will be up in the box with a headset as well. Uh, that's the only thing I can potentially see, but who knows? I, I really do want to see Brady in the box. This potentially could be his last year. Um, I want to see them make another run. They, they were close last year, almost coming back, and then, you know, they let Cooper Cup somehow wide open in the middle of the field deep. Um, but I, I do s- slightly have – the Bucks winning the division, um, not by much though. But I, I got them going twelve and five. Winning so that's the division winner, the Bucks. Division winner. Mm-hmm. Wow, nice. We'll move on. Moving on, uh, we got the Saints. Now I think we're in agreement here that we we think they're going to be solid. Not a lot of people are putting a lot of hype on them. Uh, maybe that's due because, I mean, I think they're better without Drew Brees, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, mm-hmm. Sean Payton, who's one of the best co- play callers in, in league history, 
he's not going to be there. But I, I think their defense is so damn good and loaded that that's what's going to keep them in games. And Jameis, we saw it. It was a small sample size, but we saw him take a step that we we had never seen from him before. He he was very accurate. He was taking care of the ball. I, I, did he have any turnovers? I don't know. Um, but sure. he, he he was slinging the ball around, and Michael Thomas potentially comes back. Uh, Jarvis Landry is there now, right? They signed Juice. So I, I'm just saying this team is going to be – this is my sleeper pick, Dark Horse, for the Super Bowl even. I think the Saints are going to be some trouble. And um, for me, I got them finishing slight, in second slightly – Maybe eleven and six, but I think they could potentially just twelve and five, um, and have the same record as the Bucks. Yeah, I agree. Um, notable loss: uh, uh, Taron Armstead is not in Miami. Uh, other than that, I was concerned about Marcus Williams. You know, uh, another notable loss. Um, great pickup for Baltimore safety. They replaced them. They. They got uh, Marcus May, who I think is very underrated, coming from the uh, Jets. Mm-hmm. And then, like you said, they got a superstar in Tyran Matthews, like, oh, icing on the cake, you know, hometown you- hero. Yep. So, uh, you know, so you got that. You got the secondary back better than ever, in my opinion. It's a big upgrade. Um, You also get, like you said, Jarvis Landry, another hometown hero. It's probably going to be the second or third option, um, depending on what Olave looks like. Olave, the only uh, draft pick that I actually predicted, I, I, I knew he was going to the Saints. I got that one right as well. That's all I got, though, as far as uh, predictions-wise. But, um, yeah, Chris Olave, man, I think I think he is a superstar. I think they're going to they're gonna put him in the slot and let him work all over the field. I thought, man, I, can, I cannot wait to see that. Uh, you got Michael Thomas coming back after two years. Hopefully he still look like Michael Thomas. Um, and then you still got Alvin Kamara, you know, catching passes out the back, out the uh, back, backfield, uh, destroying people in the open field, uh, crazy dynamic, uh, running back. So, I mean, and like you said, famous Jameis, he got that big cannon of an arm. I think he's going to be motivated to continue beating the Bucks in the regular season. I don't see no, no reason why, um, the Saints won't continue to sweep on the Bucks. Um, the Bucks are, like I said, now they're missing a few pieces. Uh, they got the uh, Saints got better in the secondary. Um, the Bucks actually, I'm not uh, they that secondary. That's that's the only part of their defense that does not look appetizing at all outside of um, the safety, the uh, rookie from last year. I can't think of his name, but um, yeah. So I got the uh, Saints winning the division. You said a sleeper pick for the Super Bowl. I like that because I for sure got him. That I, I for sure got him going to the um, NFC uh, Championship. Okay. I'll say that now. So that's why I got him. That's 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 they ceiling. I think I, if they get to the Super Bowl, I wouldn't be surprised because I got him at least getting to the conference championship. I think that they are that good. I think James is highly motivated. Come back, show what he's gonna do, especially going neck and neck with his old team. So. We'll see what happens. I don't think Atlanta Atlanta don't got to got to figure out what they're gonna do with quarterback. So uh, they out of it, and then the Panthers aren't. You know, you know how we feel about them. So my pick is uh, like you said, though, it's gonna be a close division race, and uh, the Saints. I got the Saints taking it, taking the division. Yeah, I'm, I just I love the roster and what they did, and, and 
back to what you said about Chris Olave. I mean, he was my favorite receiver coming out of the draft. I, mm-hmm. I liked him out of all the receivers the most. Just what he can do in that slot, I think, is going to be huge. And, and then not to mention Marquez Callaway last year who stepped up on the scene and was really good when Jameis was in there. So, um, mm-hmm. And you still got Kamara. That, that offense is going to be fun to watch, I think, this year. It's going to be one of the better better offenses. And um, to compete with, with that Tom Brady offense in, in Tampa Bay, uh, so, yeah, that division right there and out of those two teams. Now moving over to Atlanta, um, another team that kind of don't have too many high expectations for or expectations really at all. Uh, but, yeah, Jameis's um, draft buddy that was, you know, same draft back in, you know, he's in the same division with him now. Marcus Mariota is probably going to get the start um, this yeah. year. You know, Carl Patterson, who really, you know, made a new name for himself last year. I mean, he he jumped on the scene last year and, yes, uh, you know, had his career year without a doubt. Uh, But it's just Atlanta's defense, still a lot of question marks. Like, are are they going to be able to get it done? And this offense, you're not going to have Ridley uh, for the season. Uh, You know, you got Drake London. um, But really – you don't have guys, I don't think, enough playmakers. And then you got Kyle Pitts, but it, I just think it's going to be too much for Atlanta. I think they'll win some games, um, some games that we might not expect them to win too. Because uh, yep. I think Marcus Mariota's got to prove it here. And he was uh, high on a lot of people's lists, and, and he went to Atlanta. So um, I'm interested to see how that turns out. But, yeah, again, I don't think too much of Atlanta. I, I got them, you know, 7-10. and 10. Uh, nine and eight or eight and nine, finishing third. Yeah, um, I think they surprised a lot of people. Um, I don't got them making the playoffs or anything, but I think this is one of those teams that you keep an eye on, and they could possibly start turning the corner in about maybe two to three years, depending on the development of Desmond Ritter. I like Desmond Ritter. I, I I think he's going to be one of the um, better guys coming out of this uh, draft, quarterback-wise. Um, I just like his game and, um, you know, coming from uh, Cincinnati. So we'll see what happens. I think, um, bless you. I think uh, yeah, I think Mariota gets the start. And they got weapons, man. Uh, Calvin Ridley, unfortunately, you know, he's going to miss the season. But Kyle Pitts is a bona fide superstar. He's going to be in his second year. You, uh, Like you said, they drafted Drake London this year. Big body, Mike Evans, kind of, you know, uh, wide out, go up over you. Um, they got two good two good guys. It's uh, another piece. Oh, uh, Cordero Patterson. You know what? The thing about him is he reminds me of, uh, like, kind of Victor Oladipo. You get these guys in these leagues, and it's like you can see the talent. He gonna always be on somebody roster, but he always jumped teams for some reason. Like, you know, he was with the Patriots, he was with the Vikings, he was with the Bears. Like, he just always jumped teams. So for some reason, you you get those guys who clearly got the talent. Even even a guy like Tyron Matthew, it's always you know he he gonna stay wherever he at for two or three years. He gonna stay, but he gonna he gonna move around. I don't know. You just get some players like that, but uh, you know, you could use Cordero in a, a bunch of different ways. And like you said, I think they are gonna sneak up on uh some people. With him for sure, because he a playmaker. Put him anywhere on the field. Put him in the backfield. Put him out of wide out. Put him on special teams. Whatever. He got hands. You know, he got good vision. 
he may he may he may he's a playmaker. He may, so he makes plays. So I think they're gonna sneak up on a few people, and uh, just watch the potential, man. Just watch the potential. See what happens with Desmond Ritter. See how he look. And uh, you know we don't expect too much, but uh, yeah, I think uh, they'll they'll be able to turn the corner maybe in a in a few years. Yeah, moving on to our last team, the Carolina Panthers. Um, have no idea what's going to happen at quarterback there. Christian McCaffrey, yeah. question mark on his availability, which I still think it went healthy. And if he could play a full season, he's the best running back in the league. Um, and again, like their their defense is solid. I like a lot of their young pieces. J.C. Horn, you know, was a solid rookie last year. Uh, there was no more Stephon Gilmer, Gilmore over there. Uh, and then, like offensively, again, like their weapons really don't um, stand out stand out to you. So um, I, really kind of short and sweet for me on the Carolina Panthers. Um, I just, I don't really have any expectations. I think they're going to go five and 12. Yeah. Um, they best bet, man. They better, they better trade for Jimmy G. Uh, he's a proven winner. I think he's just a winner. Um, yeah. I don't think Jimmy can necessarily get you over the hump because his uh his lack of a deep ball, you know, him not being able to make throw down field, but he is a game manager at the highest level. And I don't mean that to say like, you know, he's you know, to be like disrespectful to him and but he's a winner for sure. Um he win you some tough games. Uh he's a for sure NFL quarterback. Weapons aren't too impressive, but I think he'll flourish. He's much better suited than um Sam Darnold, much better quarterback in my opinion. Robbie, uh, Robbie Anderson, I think he had, he had a down year, uh, but, I mean, playing with Sam Darnold. So he, he had a down year. Uh, DJ Moore, nice receiver. Um, and like you said, CMC coming out the backfield, I can't even argue with that. I think at the moment right now, the best running back in the league is uh, Derrick Henry. But if Christian McCaffrey was healthy, you know, we'll probably feel different considering he can catch the, uh, catch out the backfield. So, got that going on. Like you said, not too much expectations. Um, as far as the defense side, they got a lot of uh, – I like that secondary. Even with the loss of Stephon Gilmore, you know, you got Jeremy Chan back there, um, J.C. Horn, you know, you got Andrew last year, so we can get a full season of him, but hopefully he come back strong and healthy. They got um, the guy from um, Jacksonville, C.J. Henderson or something. They got a few guys. Couple of sleeper guys, not two, two, two big names, um, but they got some guys, man. They got some guys, so we'll see what they do. But um, yeah, they're not making the playoffs. Uh, they'll probably win about if they stick. I don't think that they stick with Sam Darnold. They'll probably win about I'm gonna say four or five games. They ain't beating the Bucks or the Saints at all, and they're gonna probably drop one to Atlanta. So yeah. All right, so. My order, Tampa, New Orleans, Atlanta, Carolina. Your order is New Orleans, Tampa, Atlanta, Carolina. Absolutely. All right. That's the NFC South predictions. Next, we'll do the AFC South. Uh, but in the news of football today, sure, for sure, first ballot Hall of Famer. In my opinion, Rob Gronkowski retires officially from football. Um, I mean, Gronkowski, 
his career is nuts. He hasn't played a lot of games compared to the greats. Uh, but, I mean, he's top 10 in all the major categories that you care about, receiving yards. Uh, he's fifth all time. And, again, like I said, he, he's fifth all time, and he's played half the games of Gonzalez and Witten and uh, Antonio Gates, basically. So uh, he's 10th in receptions. And then, he, he, I mean, he's second in average yards per game. Um, behind Travis Kelsey. But yeah, when, when Grant was out there, he was dominant. And then obviously, we you know, his touchdown numbers, he's third all time with 92. So it, it's just a lot of injuries kind of derailed some more productive years yeah. out of him and from what we could have seen. But I mean, he's in the Hall of Fame. There's no doubt about it. And Easily. Hell of a career. Was able to finish it off with a Super Bowl two years ago. Um, I, I'm going to miss watching him play. I mean, he, he's always fun. And for him to be able to come out last year like he did and be so, you know, productive and the year before as well, I think shows a lot. Easily um, the best tight end I've ever seen play, including over um, a guy like Antonio Gates. I don't think he's the – you know what? I'll take that back. Tony yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, if you if you swap him and Tony Gonzalez, you know, if, if Tony Gonzalez got to play with Tom Brady, he was a monster, man. He he, he played a long time. He was he was he was truly great. Um, not to take nothing away from from uh, Gronk, I love the way he played the game. Physical, fun, big, strong guy. I mean, he just he had hands. You know, I mean, Gronk was Gronk. He's he's for sure gonna be missed. I, I I actually thought he was coming back. I think most of us expect him to come back and at least play one more year because I, I think this is, is Brady's last year too. So I just assumed he was gonna come back. And you know he may have a change of heart and come back back. Uh, maybe the Bucks get to making a playoff push and he feel like uh, he can come back. You know who knows? But uh, yeah, all time I think this is I think he is the best tight end. I think if we Look at all the accolades. You know, he got four rings. I, th I think he it comes down, he's, he's the best tight end. But you get conversations like that, like um, the best receiver, right? Jerry Rice, obviously. I think the best – I think the best pure receiver I've ever seen, Who I think period is, is – I think it's Randy Moss. But Jerry Rice got the longevity. He got the four rings, you know. So I think this is one of those situations. I really, I really think Tony Gonzalez is – that dude. I, I think that's the best tight end, but I mean, you don't got no rings, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, uh, right. Ron got four, but he played with Brady and Belichick and that Patriots system, you know, so you can't really, it's, it's, so this is one of those situations, but um, not to take nothing away from uh, Grant, um, phenomenal player, and uh, he's going to be missed. Yeah, he's definitely going to be missed. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us. Uh, we'll be back, and like I said, we'll get some NFC or AFC South predictions and some headlines that'll be new in 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 the news. So, have a good one and enjoy. You have just tuned into the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. It's not just sports; it's a way of life. <laughs>